are watching Tech Talk in affiliation with Tech for Techs. We're a community that supports independent trade with the help of vendors and distributors. We're live every Thursday at 8 p.m. London time and we'll be streaming to Facebook and YouTube, Twitter and Twitch. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google, TuneIn and many more. And now, the moment you've been waiting for and your host, Philip Griffiths. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Tech for Tech Tech Talk, where we help your business grow. This is a spotlight episode, and it's about save money, make money with fat margin. Please comment in the comments section and let us know where you're viewing from and what company you work for. And also let us know if you can actually hear us. So we actually know that we're, well, live. If you have any thoughts or questions on this topic, please feel free to comment in the comments section. If you are watching from the Facebook group, please click the link in the chat, which I am putting in in just one second. This link will allow you to be able to show your name when you're using the chat. So instead of being called Facebook user, it will actually show your name. So again, click that link I've put in chat, and that's with members of the Facebook group. If you have any questions regarding VAT margin, please feel free to do so in the chat. So let's have a look who we've got on. So uh, yes, uh, Facebook user says we can hear us. Hi, Cornell. Hi, Cormy from Ireland. And hi, Peter. And hi, Paul as well. So today we are joined by Sam McNally, or Nally, if I pronounce it correctly, uh, from <laughs> ALM Home Style. Um, so, Sam, would you like to tell everyone basically a bit about yourself, introduce yourself, and actually tell everyone how to actually pronounce your name properly? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, second time right. It's uh, McNally. So uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, Mr. Cormerson will know that more than anyone. Being uh, it's an Irish last name. My dad was from Cork. So yeah, yeah. I don't look Irish at all, but nonetheless. Um, so yeah, hi to uh, to everyone, and um, I hope that you're going to enjoy the show. So we'll uh, we'll go from here. Um, so Alien Wholesale Limited, so just a bit about us. Um, essentially, we started off as just a, a company that was looking to get into uh, doing repairs and IT support. Um, very quickly, um, we changed from going down the IT support and uh, repair route and went more along the lines of trade. Um, and essentially now we're just trying to improve every day uh, and go from small company to large company, but essentially always with the the sort of understanding and uh, of the, the customers that we're working with and not that we're small company mentality, but also making sure that we're doing everything that we can do uh, and doing as much as sort of distribution levels doing, um, but also keeping the prices more than reasonable, um, which is very difficult right now, I can, uh, I can say. Um, demand is pretty crazy. But um, yeah, essentially we do wholesale refurbishment of uh, IT products and we also do recycling alongside the other company that we have, which is Recycle Your Tech. But yes, that's that's us in a nutshell. Right, okay, that's pretty good. Let's just quickly go to the chat and see what everyone's saying. So again, uh, hi Timothy, uh, TKM, PM and IT North Yorkshire, and you've got Wayne as well from H&W Computers. Uh, we've got a few others then. Uh, oh God, it, apparently Call Me thinks you might be related. Uh, <laughs> I see. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you never know, to be honest with you. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, in all honesty. But, uh, oh, I think it's great. I have some fantastic conversations with Mr. Corbison. Yeah, so I better be nice to him actually today because apparently he's interviewing us in a couple of weeks' time. So uh, <laughs> apparently he says it's going to be like the uh, Harry and Meghan interview all over again. So uh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> no doubt he'll have some interesting questions for us. So, right, okay. Uh, so let's go on to the topic. Well, actually, before we go on to that, if you are commenting from the Facebook group again, please click the link I've put in chat. I'll put it in again just so you can see it. That way your name will be shown and you won't be just called Facebook user. Uh, so hi to everyone who I haven't said hi to. I can just see uh, Ping Zones just popped up as well and Adrian from Quick Smart IT in Cardiff as well. So it looks like we've got quite a few people all over the place. Right, so let's go on to the main topic then. So the main topic today is save money make money with VAT margin. So let's start off, Sam. Um, what exactly is VAT margin? So essentially, the VAT margin scheme is uh, another way of being able to purchase and sell products. You have standard VAT, uh, which is essentially if you're VAT registered, um, you're paying plus VAT and you're selling plus VAT, which we you know will contra off against each other. There'll be a slight difference. Uh, and that's what, you know, is your VAT return. Uh, because you'd like to think that you're always selling for more than you bought for. If you sold for the same, then the VAT would be exactly the same amount and it would literally be neutral. Um, but that's how standard VAT works. You pay plus 20%, you sell ideally for more, and you pay plus 20% again. And that difference once you claim back is the small amount that you pay on your VAT return. With the VAT margin scheme, you know, a lot of people shy away from it. They they get a bit, oh, don't know what it is. You sort of want to run away. But um, yeah, I mean, like most things, we charge in like a ball and, you know, have a go at it, see what happens and then go from there. But with the VAT margin scheme, it's something that we've been using uh, at ALM for, you know, the, the four years as of a couple of days ago that we've been in existence. Um, and with a, a previous company that I worked for before, um, we looked to to use that a lot more. It, it came in uh, primarily with uh, cars at first, um, and then it moved from cars onto mobile phones. Um, we They found that a lot of people with mobile phones started to um, use it in a, in a negative way. So then they did reverse that. And then from there now, that's mainly what you see on mobile phones. But essentially, the VAT margin scheme, which is we're discussing Mainly laptops is what we use it for, um, but it depends on the way in which you've bought the items in the way that you can use it. We'll get onto that. But essentially, the VAT margin scheme is the opportunity for someone to charge 16.67% of VAT, which in the UK, uh, our VAT rate is 20%, so it's already less. Um, but you're also charging the 16.67% only on the profit. So where 20% would be over the total products value. So, for example, if it was £300, you'd be charging your customer £360. Uh, and say, for example, you were making £50. So you bought it £250, you sold it at £300, you, sold, you, know, you, you charged the customer plus you know, 20%, so £360. Now, if the customer isn't VAT registered, then you know they're not going to be able to claim that back so they've just lost 60 quid and you've not gained anything from that 60 quid either to be fair um you know the government's got that money and, and that's how it is 
but in regards to the VAT margin scheme, if your end user is not that registered, yeah, and they can't claim back the VAT, then the VAT margin really comes into its own because, for example, if you bought it for £250 and you sold it for £300, you're only charging, remember, the 16.67%, not the 20, uh, on the £50, which is £8.33. So, for example, if you were selling something for £300, you bought it for £250, that's £50 of profit, so five, zero, um, you are then only charging £8.33. So instead of charging 360, you're charging £308.33, but you're still making exactly the same profit. Um, the alternative that you have there is that if your customer is expecting 360 or you are very confident you can sell for 360, then even though you bought it for 250, um, you can still charge the back margin, but you could charge it on, say, for example, £100 uh, of profit. So you're making more money. So you then go from 250 to 350. If you're confident you can set it at 360, on £100, 16.67% would obviously be £16.67. Uh, so you would be at 366, 67, and you've made £100 of profit rather than £50. So it depends how you want to work it. It can either be more money for you, more profit, um, or you can sell it for the same profit margin, but you're selling it considerably less, um, which right now, if you're buying higher, you know, and you can buy it under VAT margin, but you're selling it at a lower VAT, margin, a lower VAT rate, you're finding it very, very useful. Um, you know, not to go into too much because obviously there's set questions, but um, uh, Macaulay uh, um, Stevens, um, so he was uh, talking to me the other day, he said, you know, you've got some laptops, uh, Dell E7240s, and he was like, you know, I'm buying them at 166 under that margin. He was like, you know, I, I want to sell them at, you know, 250. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, right. And uh, he said, you know, if I... I put 50 pound on top so i'm at you know 260 and then i put the vat on top i'm basically at 250 quid and he said that's high you know before i was buying them at like 130 off of you um putting 50 quid on top 180 and then only charging like you know 216 220 pounds um i said so if you buy them at that margin at 166 you put your 50 pound on top you're at 206 you put your eight pound on top you're at you know exactly the same price as you were before when you were buying at 130 pounds because you're at 215 and you know at the 130 you were at 215 for standard that um and because they became the same level suddenly he was like oh wow i didn't know that um yeah i'm definitely going to be buying you know so it, it's it seems like i'm rabbling loads <laughs> now uh, but we can break it down throughout the show but essentially you can make more money um, if you are confident you can sell at that price that you were selling at previously, standard that. Or if you want to sell things cheaper but make the same margin, then you can, you know, because you're charging the VAT on a, a smaller figure at a lower rate uh, or percentage, um, you know, you're being able to make the same profit margin, but you're selling the, the item considerably less, which is, you know, which is really good. Um, but it really comes into its own when the end user is not that registered okay if the vend user is that registered then you know they're going to claim that whole 20 percent back um and you would ideally be buying from us standard that but anything for example we were selling under you know that margin rules we could sell under standard that but there is other things that we'll discuss as well it's not necessarily just buying from us there is other options like uh julian uh wilkinson is is just put on um 
I've bought some things from people who have said that they can't supply that invoice as they are uh, as they are on the margin scheme. I don't quite understand what they mean by on the margin scheme. Um, you know, if you've got an item that's been purchased under that margin, I mean, I can change that on our stock list to stand about and sell to you plus that. It doesn't matter. So I'm not too sure what they mean by that. Um, but one thing that we are going to discuss, you know, on the group, uh, or sorry, on the chat today, um, you said I bought some things. Bear in mind, uh, everyone, I don't quite know in Ireland and other places like that. I know that because we've come out of Brexit, we can't sell to people outside of the UK under VAT margin rules anymore. But that doesn't mean that someone in Ireland can't use the VAT margin scheme with a customer that comes into their shop. And just like, you know, uh, myself, if we if we had a shop, which we don't, but let's say we had a shop and somebody, uh, an individual comes in and they want to you know, sell that laptop to us. They can't be that registered, by the way. They have to be an individual. If they came in and said, I want to sell this to you, you could buy that, you know, under that margin rules. Yeah. Um, and you wouldn't pay any VAT to them, even if you would understand about rules. When you go to sell it, you can do the VAT margin you know, uh, calculation and, and, you know, it will save you money or like the, you know, the, the chat <laughs> is about, it can make you money. Okay. So I think that pretty much answers that one. Uh, I know what I'd rather do, make more money, but then again, you could look at it both ways as if you put it, can sell it for a cheaper price, you could sell more and make more money that way as well. Can't you? So, yeah. Uh, Let's have a look what next question we got. So what sort of goods can you sell under the scheme? So um, in regards to VAT margin, you can sell anything that you've purchased under that scheme. So it's all dependent on how you've purchased it. So, uh, you know, as far as I understand it and what we've used it for, um, you know, phones, tablets, PCs, laptops, um, you know, all of these items are things that when you're purchasing them and they are a used item, so the VAT has already been charged on it, like a used car, why would the customer have to incur 20% again? So like that that's where you suddenly get into a point where it's like, well, you don't need to be paying 20% VAT on that again, especially if that individual can't claim that back anyway, it's of no benefit to them. So individual comes into your shop and wants to trade in, you know, mainly just, you know, IT and, you know, electronics, consumer electronics. So essentially, I don't know if you could use it on like kettles and stuff, but I mean, you know, I don't think anyone in the group really deals with like, you know, household appliances. I think it's more, you know, uh, so TVs and phones and laptops and tablets and, uh, you know, computers. These are all the things that we've used it for. Um, I mean, there's some slightly different rules with phones whereby, you can do um, reverse VAT, where essentially once you get to, if you purchase over £5,000 of the phones, you just don't pay any VAT at all. You just won't, don't pay none, even if you're VAT registered. But again, that's another can of worms that we won't open up. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no worries, uh, Mr. Stevenson. Um, so essentially, um, you know, in regards to what items you can purchase for it, uh, as far as I understand it, um, and, you know, I can always do a bit more digging, but what we've used it for has been, you know, your standard products that, you know, as far as I understand it, everyone in the group is working with, which is not parts, but whole items, laptops, PCs, uh, tablets, uh, phones, TVs, that sort of stuff. 
Okay, I think that pretty much uh, answers that one. I've just had a quick look on the uh, uh, government website, and it basically just says uh, you can choose to use that margin scheme if you sell secondhand goods, works of art, antiques, or collector's items. Obviously, we're not financial advisors, so just to clear that up for anyone, so we're not legally, we don't work for HMRC or anything like that, so if you're ever unsure about anything, double check with your, obviously, your tax office or whoever you deal with, um, because we don't want to, obviously, uh, put ourselves in uh, someone's firing uh, line, basically. Mm -hmm. So, right, next up is how the scheme actually works. Right. So in, in regards to the, the VE margin scheme and um, what we're looking at or what HMRC are, are looking for is that you can track where it's come from and where it's gone to. OK, because where you are charging a lower VAT amount, it's going to flag on their system. Now, when when we were flagged for it, we were flagged not only for the fact. So say, for example, we had you know £10,000 worth of uh, sales go through. Um, and that's showing uh, on our books and they're expecting, you know, £2,000 of that to be coming back to them from that 20%, right? So when they're not seeing that, they're going, why? So the first thing they saw was that we were selling to Europe, we were selling to Dubai, America. Um, and these are all places where we don't charge any VAT. So that was the first thing that flagged for them. But, you know, we don't really need to get into that too much because everyone in the groups, I mean, I don't think they're doing that. Um, but if you are, I'm happy to help you with that if need be. Uh, in regards to the VAT margin, they were seeing an amount of VAT uh, and they were seeing an amount on the invoice. But the VAT was obviously considerably less than 20% because we're doing it at 16% and we're only doing it on the profit rather than over the whole entire figure. So that instantly flagged for them. Now, honestly, you know, we're doing it so much because we're selling considerable amounts of, you know, laptops and PCs and whatever um, that, you know, they wanted to come by and see us. So essentially what they were looking for and what we provided them um, and, you know, anyone that's bought from us previously, I mean, you know, Phil being, you know, one of them, um, we've got, I hope that I was allowed to say that, Phil, sorry. Um, if no, we, you're not. <laughs> Too late now, though, but <laughs> yeah, you are. Essentially, yes, we have bought. <laughs> yeah, so where, where you've got the, uh, we provide a, a packing list, you know, very detailed, uh, but on there, the, the key bits on there is that you've got all of the information for the stock, but um, you can use the packing list that we've got, or, you know, we can even send you one as a, a template. Um, and on there, uh, this is why I keep looking to the side, uh, sorry, uh, is that we have uh, an Excel sheet, which is on there, you'll have the um, serial number of the item. Um, and then you will have the uh, the price in which you bought it for, um, which is always a, a VAT included price because the person that sells to you never tells you the price X VAT. Now we do, which means that you could essentially work out the profit that we're making on that item. But, you know, we're not fussed about whether you know <laughs> how much we're making at the end of the day. As long as we're giving you a reasonable, you know, reasonable price and the product is good and the art service is good, then it's fine. But the, we show the XVAT price because it allows you to be able to uh, buy the product and understand the VAT rules or VAT margin. But essentially, with the VAT margin, you need to be showing the serial number, which is an identifier for the item. You need to be showing where you've bought it from. So say, for example, you bought it from us, you would want to have an invoice with us on it, and you would need to have the serial numbers of the machines that you've bought, okay? Then when you go to sell that item, 
we would give you a, a packing list, which on there it would show. And this is what you could also use, by the way, for anyone trading in uh, through your shop uh, or store or online trading platform. I don't know, whatever you wanted to use. Um, you would have essentially the price in which you bought it for. You would have the sale price, which is what you're looking to achieve. And then you would have a formula which works out the 16.67%, which you would clearly show on your list, on the packing list. So they can easily see the figure which you've done it with, which is 16.67%. And then you would have the final figure, which is the VAT included amount. So that, remember, there is a bit of VAT on there, but it's a smaller amount of VAT. It's not 20%. Yeah. So VAT is still there. When you go to sell the item, you can show where you've bought it from. Say, for example, us, ALM Wholesale. You can show the serial numbers on that invoice of what you bought. You then show the serial numbers on your packing list. You show, again, what you bought it for, which matches with your invoice. So then you can show where you bought it from, and then you've got the packing list to show that. Then the next steps on from that is the VAT margin amount calculated because of you've put in your sale price. The VAT included amount, which is the amount that you sold it for. The, uh, the final bit that you would require on your packing list would be who you sold it to. So there is a little bit more work involved unless somebody else has got some software that's working out better than me. And if so, please you know, let me know. But essentially, you would run alongside your standard uh, invoicing software when we use Zero, and we just do everything as like a zero rated invoice which you could do on QuickBooks or any of that. You know, it's not, not difficult to do. You set it up as just zero rated, um, but you put on your invoice sold under global accounting scheme, which is the back marketing scheme. That's all you need to do. Um, and in regards to the, uh, the packing list that you would have for that customer, you would just have the invoice number for the packing list, okay? And on your packing list that we say we provided you a packing list of 50 laptops and you sold to 50 different people, um, you know, you would just have an Excel on the Excel sheet. You just have one line that says this item that we sold for this price went to this customer. And then you've tracked where you've got it from. Say, for example, us, you've got the calculations on your packing list that we already provide you with a formula so that you can easily edit it and change it. And you know what to sell for and what the VAT margin is. And then at the same time, you've got who you sold it to. Now, when you've got the packing list that we provide, then it makes it so much easier for you. And where a lot of people were kind of like, oh my God, I, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing here. And I mean, I've talked to a few people in the group and said like, you know, are you aware of this scheme? Um, and they were like, no. And the ones that were like, yes, they were like, oh, I'm going to find it really difficult to, you know, to record that and whatever else. And, you know, there's going to be some, some complications into, you know, integrating something new, you know, into an existing system. You know, no one, you know, likes change, but, when you're talking about we're in an environment now whereby, you know, cost of parts has gone through the roof because China's surcharging everything to try and claw back their money, um, you know, i.e. COVID and everything else that's happened. But also you've got the cost of laptops because there's no real laptops, for example, as a perfect example, laptops, because that's what everyone's mainly talking about. And um, also the main thing that, you know, we sort of sell and what's really moving most in the market right now um the the laptops what we're seeing is a very a, 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 there's a big shortage on used laptops because no one's recycling a lot because we do recycling as well um so we're not seeing as many laptops in the market but at the same time 
you know, we're not seeing a lot of new and the new laptops are stupidly high. I mean, HP even said we can't deal with the demand. We can only deal with 20% of what we would normally deal with. I don't know, that's complications with getting items, you know, out through, you know, uh, Brexit and, you know, uh, things with China where they're surcharging, et cetera. But where we're finding the demand for these laptops is, is few, you know, there's a lot more on it. We're seeing everything, the price are going high. Um, and because you're getting i5, for example, fourth generation laptops that, you know, we're selling that for like 165, you know, you're seeing people that are selling that for 250 and that's our competitors. So the VET margin scheme is something that if you can purchase from us under that margin scheme or you can purchase that through your store from someone and you can make the same profit as you were before, but you're selling the item at the same price because the VAT is reduced or even potentially cheaper, I don't know. That's going to be beneficial for you, not only now, but also when we come out, you know, fingers crossed <laughs> after COVID. Um, because even when the, the demand isn't as high, it's going to be even better then because, you know, parts costs are going to come down, cost of, you know, items is going to come down. And even the demand might slow a bit, your price is going to come down as well. And that's going to make things very beneficial. So I, I just can't understand, you know, if you... If, you, if you're not using this, you need to be asking yourself why, <laughs> because it's a fantastic scheme. Uh, it really, really is. Sounds pretty good. Next question, I think you pretty much answered anyway, but is uh, what records must you keep? Yeah, well, I mean, essentially, the, um, the, I mean, the, the packing list that, you know, I'm, I'm happy to give someone a, a template. Um, but yeah, in regards to the, um, the packing list that we provide, when HMRC came to, to see us, and again, I, you know, I'm no financial advisor, but I can only speak through uh, when we had the visit. And I mean, no word of lie, a, a friend of mine who's actually in a, another group that, uh, that we're on, but that's mainly to do with mobile phones. Um, and I was talking to him and, and he had an audit and his audit lasted months and months and months. Uh, and they were pulling him apart. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, you know, anything amazing, but, you know, I looked into this properly uh, made sure that we had a, a detailed report um, and essentially, you know, called them up to find out, like, you know, what are you looking to track here? And, you know, as I, you know, said uh, just a little moment ago, you know, if you've got the invoice for the sale and the invoice for the purchase and then the packing list in between and that tracks where you bought it from with the serial number and the fact that you're doing under that margin and then the packing list showing again, the buy price, the sale price X VAT, the VAT margin as a calculation, and then what you're going to sell it for with that small amount of VAT. And then you have the invoice at the other end, which states not only on the packing list who it went to, but also the invoice of who it went to. You are then tracking it from start to finish. And then the next person that buys it from you, if they, for example, wanted to sell it on again, I mean, I, I highly doubt that because pretty much everyone in the group and, you know, the, especially the people we sell to, they're selling to the end user. But if you were going to sell to another person who was then going to sell to an end user, you could just, you know, they could do that again, you know, and just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. It just keeps going down over and over and over until it finally falls with someone that has to incur that little amount of VAT. Okay, that sounds pretty good, that. And I say, even if you're looking at what, just say, uh, making an extra £50 profit from this a day sort of thing, over a year, that's, what, 
18,250 quid, I think it is, off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. So you can make yourself a lot of profit by just simple things. Obviously, you've got to sell one item a day, but I'm pretty sure most shops out there will be able to get that or at least half of that amount of things, If uh, especially with the demand for second-hand goods at the moment in the likes of computers and laptops and so forth. Um, let's just go on to the next one, and then we'll have a look at a few things what are coming in through chat and some messages have been sent so um can i do this with computers a buy from customers i know you've already answered that basically but uh, if you would just want to go into that again sorry say again sorry apologies i missed that. basically yeah the question was can i do this uh with computers i buy from customers 100 percent, 100 percent. yes yeah. so uh you know if the customer is looking to trade in uh, an item um then you would just straight up raise an invoice um, you wouldn't charge them any VAT, even if you were VAT registered, you wouldn't charge them any VAT at all. Um, and you would just put on the invoice that you'd sold, you'd, bought, you'd purchased it under global accounting scheme, which is VAT margin rules. Um, and that's your invoice there. And then essentially, like I say, all you've got to do is you've got a packing list, um, which, you know, details what the, the product is, etc. Um, and then you have, like I say, the, the formula that, you know, we can provide or help you with. That's not a problem. Um, and then when you're going to sell it, you know, you've just got another invoice, which is what you would do even if you were doing it under standard VAT. Um, you know, you would purchase something, you know, um, and if it was used, uh, I mean, I, I believe if you're VAT registered and you were purchasing something used, you would have to charge VAT because you're VAT registered. So, you know, that the customer loses that 20%, which is not good for them either. Um, but essentially what we're talking about is more the, the sale here. So, you know, even if you bought it without any VAT, standard app, which I'm pretty sure you'd have to charge it anyway because you've app registered. And um, when you go to sell the item, you are selling, remember, plus 20%. Now, if the customer is VAT registered, it's fine because they claim the 20% back. So happy days. But if they're not VAT registered, this is when the margin scheme comes into its own because at that point, you are charging the 16% only on the profit. And depending on how much profit you're making, I mean, realistically, I mean, imagine if you were selling a, a you know, a laptop that you got through a trade-in and it was a, a gaming laptop they're saying you were doing you know it was a thousand pounds you know you should be charging 200 pound of that on that you know that's a you know so that's a lot of money um and if for example you were making 100 pound profit on that you're only you know charging them 16 pounds and 67p it's ridiculously low now you know we've we've something where you're buying it for 100 pounds and you're making 20 quid you know now you know Okay, yeah, you know, it's not as dramatic then, but still, you know, 16.67% on £25 is £4 of VAT. So, you know, depending on your margin will depend on the VAT rate. But again, it depends on what you're selling for. Now, I'm pretty sure that nobody on the group is realistically selling, you know, uh, most laptops they're selling for probably 150 plus. Yeah. Um, unless it's like a cheap dual core laptop or something like that, you know, and then they might, you know, do, you know, like a bargain bucket or something. I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, we're not quite KFC, but you know what I mean? Like a bargain price. Yeah. Um, but for example, you know, if we, even if you were doing something, you, know, you bought it for 50 pounds from a customer, you know, you, you, there was nothing wrong with it. You did a quick reinstall on it, you know, and it was all bells and whistles. It was fine. Maybe whacked an SSD in there or something just to, you know, speed it up. Um, and with, with that, once that's good and it's ready to go, you know, say, for example, you were making the 50 quid on that, you sell to the customer, you'd normally sell them £100 and it'd be, you know, 20 quid. Now, if you're making £50, you're only charging them £8.33. Now, 
it may only be 12 pounds, you know, but 12 pounds, even that small amount, if you're depending on how many items you're selling, you know, over a year, you know, that can be a considerable amount just at 12 pounds, five pounds. Like, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of the guys and girls on this group, you're selling items, HDMI cables, other things like that. And you're not making a lot of profit on those, you know. Um, so I'm sure you understand every bit counts, you know what I mean? And over a year's period, you know, it, it can really, really tick up, uh, especially when we're starting to talk, you know, um, the the sales figure is significantly less, but your margin's still the same. You know, you, you can have some customers that are walking away incredibly happy um, because what they're finding is, wait a minute, I'm getting this fantastic laptop or PC or whatever it is, but suddenly, wait a minute, I'm, um, you know, getting that significantly cheaper. And remember, at the same time, you're the seller and you're sitting there going, I still got the same margin and my customer's super happy. They go raving around and, you know, you know how it goes, you know. But this is this is just something that's worthwhile considering. And, you know, if anybody wants to, you know, to, to catch up with me after, um, I'm more than happy to help then as well. So, yeah, um, sure we can move on to the next question. Yeah, I'm going to say that's uh, pretty good information there. So next question I got as a private message before the show, and the question is, is can you actually use this scheme if you're not VAT registered? So essentially, if you're not VAT registered, you don't need to, because you're going to buy with no VAT and you're going to sell with no VAT. So, you know, it's good for you. Uh, as soon as you go over the VAT threshold, you know, um, then it's going to be, you know, uh, that's going to be something where it's going to come into play. The the only other benefit to you not being VAT registered is if you're buying from someone that is VAT registered and they're selling under the VAT margin scheme, you've got to remember that you are paying less VAT, which is a good thing. Yeah. So your in VAT included price is less. So, for example, you know, if they're selling to you at 160 you know, um, you know, uh, you know, and normally you would have put that 160 plus that, then, you know, if it's 160 under that margin, including that, you know, you're, you're losing that, you know, the 32 pounds there, um, which is great because it's more money for you to, you know, to, to, to make on, you know, because it's a smaller figure. So if you're not that registered, it's good if you're buying under that margin rules because there's less fat being charged to you. But essentially, if it was like through a shop, you know, it doesn't really benefit you at all because you've not had hit the VAT threshold. So you're not charging the customer any VAT uh, because you're not VAT registered. And um, you're also not having to charge them any VAT because you're not VAT registered. So um, to all the people out there that are not VAT registered, uh, until you hit the VAT threshold, it's not going to benefit you um, through individuals, you know, when you're buying them uh, through your you know, whatever platform it is that you're selling online or, or, or purchasing, sorry, online or through your shop, etc. Um, but if you're purchasing from a supplier that is offering you that margin, um, as you know, if you're looking at the pricing, you've if you've got a competitor that's selling at 160 plus that, and you know, for example, we, I mean, we're not, but let's just say, like, as a, an arbitrary figure, we're selling at 160 with that margin. Not only are you getting it, you know, uh, cheaper. But, um, you know, at the same time, if you were VAT registered, you could use the VAT margin scheme and you'd benefit there. But someone who's not VAT registered, you're only going to benefit on the purchase from a supplier selling under that. You wouldn't benefit from it under when you're purchasing from an individual 
and you wouldn't purchasing uh, per, sorry benefit from it when you're selling to an individual because you're not having to charge any back or um, to the customer or to the to customer when you're buying or the customer when you're selling. So as someone who's not VAT registered, it wouldn't benefit you, only benefit you if you were buying from a supplier under the VAT margin rules. Right, I think that pretty much answers that one. So in, in, in basics then, if you're buying from, let's say, yourselves, it's a, a good idea to go through the scheme. And if, if they're not and they're buying from a customer, well, it's a bit pointless doing it because then you're charging VAT when you don't need to. Mm-hmm. Right, let's go on to chat in the actual group itself. So this is from Facebook user. He says, Sam, the last thing anyone would want is a VAT inspection. We have nothing to hide. We buy at 20% VAT and sell at 20% VAT. I'm not sure if that's actually a question or a statement, to be honest with you, but uh, um, but basics is, is obviously if you keep your records right, then there's less chance the VAT man will be wanting to chase you down, whichever way you look at it. I mean, to give you an idea, I mean, you know, Sam, the last thing anyone would want is about inspection. Obviously, I mean, you know, nobody wants to have their day-to-day interrupted, you know. Um, but again, if you've got nothing to hide, then it doesn't matter, does it? And, you know... I, I, I welcomed it when, when they wanted to come, you know, because I thought once I get it done, then that's it. You know, it's not a, now I've done it, oh, I'm going to, you know, do everything dodgy as possible, every, you know, afterwards. That's not the case. You know, there's always that opportunity, you know, the opportunity that they might, you know, might arise, they might come, you know, and, and swing by and want to check you again. But, that you know, even if you are doing this um, and it's flagging on their system, um, you know, they're, they're going to come and as long as you've kept your records, you know, correctly, which is exactly, you know, what we've done, we were doing, you know, ex- exempt, VAT exempt because we were selling outside of the UK. We were doing VAT margin scheme. We were doing standard VAT, you know, purchasing thousands of parts, thousands of different, you know, uh, laptops and PCs and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, and, and with when you're selling to people outside of when we were in the EU, you were having to get all of their VAT documents. You were having to keep uh, export delivery notes and all this sort of stuff. It sounds like it's a lot of work. But once you get the, the process in place, uh, you just follow it, you know, and it's it's not really that difficult. It really isn't. So, um, yeah, I mean, yes, nobody wants about inspection. But I mean, again, you know, if you've got nothing to hide like we didn't. Um, they came and, and within one day they were in and out and uh, the lady that came to see us said that she was you know really impressed with the system and the way that we tracked it hence the reason we've got the you know the ISO 9001 um, which is quality management system so you know we we man- managed to do that very quickly and very easily because um, you know we, we use this system so again I, I'm only offering this as advice, you know. I mean, yes, we do sell under the back margin, and yes, we do have laptops. Um, but the point of this was, you know, yes, it's an intro about us, but at the same time, you know, when Macaulay that, um, you know, came and, and asked about the, the products and said, you know, why are you not, you know, I can't get it at the same price. When I explained it to him, he was like, wow, I, I wasn't aware of that. And I just thought to myself, in this day and age, how were people not aware of that? Now, that wasn't me being rude or in any way, shape or form to Macaulay. But if I, if my company can save you guys money and at the same time I can, you know, or maybe not, if you, you know, if you don't want to purchase, that's entirely up to you <laughs> um, and it's well within your rights. Um, but, you know, the, the other thing as well is, is that you can be utilising this scheme 
um, you know, for people that are trading in for your store, which, you know, is not really going to happen too much now. But, you know, 12th of April or when you open up the, the retail side again, um, you know, there, there could be potentially a lot of people um, that are doing this. And, and, you know, where PCs are starting to sort of, you know, come away and, and we're not seeing them as much in call centers. I mean, we do a lot of laptops into call centers now because they're using the laptop in the call center with a monitor in a cubicle. And they're three days a week and then you're know, two days a week and then three days a week. They're at home. They pick up the laptop, take it home, put it up to the monitor. Happy days. Right. So, you know, this is something that, you know, we're going to see more and more and more of um, in regards to, you know, tech, because IT and, and the purchasing of IT, especially used IT, has gone through the roof because brand new, they can't deal with it. And even if brand new still, you know, it's still doing well, it doesn't matter because, if the brand new items are sold to an individual and the company doesn't want the individual, you know, the company says to the individual, you can keep the item. If they come into your store, they can trade that item in and you can trade it in under that margin rules. Simple as that, you know, um, and you can trade it in under that margin rules and pay no VAT on it. And then still, you know, chart, you know, you can still sell it plus VAT. Um, it just gives you an option to not pay the, the VAT or charge the VAT to the customer initially, which is good for them. Um, and at the same time, which means they make more money or, you know, um, and at the same time, you're being able to, you know, sell under the back margin or sell under standard VAT gives you two options. You know, I mean, you've got everything to gain there and, you know, nowhere near as much to lose because you've got two options and not one. I mean, like they say, two heads are better than one, right? Very true. Let's go on to the next one. So this is from Timothy. Uh, let's have a look. It's good to know my detailed stock records, etc. have a good use. I got told by some my every details of stock items I get is overkill. Did you get that one? <laughs> yeah. So in regards to, you know, uh, I mean, to a certain extent, you know, some people say that our, you know, packing list um, or, or stock list to a certain extent is overkill. Um, but, you know, some of the people that, you know, buy for us, for example, you know, they're buying from Europe or Dubai and, you know, can't just rock up on your door and, oh, yeah, I want to come and have a look. You know, I mean, we're, we're not a shop. So even if you came into our warehouse, it's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of, you know, brown boxes with labels on saying, you know, uh, RYT 259-86. <laughs> you know, you, you couldn't tell what that was. Um, so, you know, the, the, the stock list is, is definitely worthwhile having that. And I mean, you, your records being too detailed, I don't ever think that that's a bad thing, you know, and I don't think that's overkill. Um, you know, you can never be too detailed. And, you know, if you've got that extra detail there, you just never know. That's that's always potentially going to come in useful. If you haven't got that detail, you know, <laughs> that's when things can go wrong. Um, and especially with the VAT margin, you know, like I say, the the template that we've got is is more than detailed enough. You know, I mean, we've we've been inspected; it was all good. Flew through one day, happy days. The uh, a friend of mine um, who's got a you know very successful company that's very well does a lot of mobile phones, insurance, and etc. Um, you know that kind of work. Um, and yeah, didn't have all of his ducks in a row. Um, didn't have the the detail there. And yes, I mean, spent months and months and days and days and days you know um you know giving them this information that you know i'll be honest with you hmrc i think understands that margin scheme um yes but he was looking for help from his accountant and um i mean look we actually 
we've been working with our company that we work with uh, one accounts they're called and i mean you know big shout out to them i don't care where you are in the uk one accounts are by far the most amazing accountant <laughs> i've ever worked with they are amazing so um yeah they taught me everything that i know uh, and I, I can do all my own accounts and you know have really good detailed conversations with them but essentially for them it was uh, you know not a stumbling block but something that they didn't fully understand you know and, and they're they're an accountant <laughs> that's who you look to right um so yeah i mean that once you understand how to how to do it and you know that's something that you know can easily be explained um if you're happy to put the time into you know getting the packing list right which is essentially just an excel database the paperwork is minimal because it's, well, it's just the same. You know, you would raise an invoice if you purchase something from someone because you'd need a way of tracking it, um, you know, that you purchased it, right? And, you know, if you sold it, you would provide an invoice again. So you're still doing the same things as standard that. You've just, on your, you know, your database where you, you know, you've got what stock you've got in, you know, you've just got a, a an extra column for who you sold it to you know, uh, which relates to the invoice and the invoice number. So you can, you know, relate it easy. Okay, that that, that customer, um, you know, that PC that I bought under that margin scheme, on my Excel database, it states, you know, IMV2210, um, and that's the invoice number. You know, it's easy. It's for you as well, it's easy to track, right? Um, and then it also states on your packing list who you bought it from, which, you know, if you're always buying from the same supplier, then great. But if it's an individual, you know, then you might want to put down not necessarily their name, but the invoice, you know, or the purchase order or whatever that you're using in order to track the way that you bought it. So, you know, it's a it's a couple of extra columns on your on your you know inventory, which is stating, you know, who you bought it from and who you sold it to, which you've already got the invoices. So, you know, I mean, in regards to what Ben was saying about the the VT uh, margin and it sounds like a lot of paperwork, it, it it's not. It really isn't. So. Okay. All right. So, well, this one's actually from Ben. So, yeah, he went VAT registered in December, uh, and it's a bit of a minefield with all the schemes. I went for flat rate in the end, which was a 20%, but only paid 95 but can't reclaim any VAT purchases until over 2K. Uh, and the business, i.e. not stock, it depends. It's not showing... The full info, I think. I think is because he's written too too much on there. It's not showing on the screen. Uh, minefield by, so it doesn't. Yeah, it's well, cutting out on my screen. But yeah, well, I'll be honest, and uh, you know, uh, uh, with with that, Ben. I mean, I, I don't know a lot about the the flat rate scheme. I mean, we, we, everything we're doing is standard VAT. Um, and you know, if that scheme works for you, then you know, I, I think that it's definitely worthwhile. I, I, I see another question, or essentially another bit that Ben's put here about the the VAT threshold should be reviewed. To be honest, it should be based on profit rather than a turnover. Very easy to hit eighty five k turnover, not so easy to hit eighty five k profit. Uh, and different businesses have different margins. I mean, you know, they don't care. I mean, we know that. You know, they want you to hit that eighty five k. Um, and they don't care about your margin. They just want that back. You know, I mean, that's obviously what's making them tick, you know, and it's supposed to be to pay our roads, but our roads have all got potholes. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, but like I say, with the VAT margin scheme, uh, I mean, Ben, you can even utilize this. Um, I mean, it, it's it's a great scheme um, and, and it really is beneficial. You know, the, the idea of being able to purchase an item 
um, with reduced amount of VAT um, and then be able to sell the item and, and with reduced amount of VAT. Just, you know, you're VAT registered. It doesn't matter. It's just, you know, it's really good. But, you know, if you're selling to people a lot and, and, and they, these particular people are, you know, uh, an individual within a business and they're VAT registered and, you know, they're buying for their business, you know, be a procurement team and they're VAT registered, this VAT margin scheme doesn't benefit, you know, in any way. Um, and that's on the sales side. So, and then on somebody that's not VAT registered, bearing in mind, you know, they're not going to charge plus VAT anyway, so it doesn't benefit them only when they're purchasing, you know, um, which is means that if they're purchasing from someone under, you know, VAT margin rules, they're paying less VAT. So that where it really falls into its own is, um, you know, you've got, for example, you're purchasing from somebody that's not VAT registered, and then you're selling to somebody that's not VAT registered, which if you've got, you know, walk-ins in the store, which, I mean, obviously, we're not seeing a lot of that right now, obviously, because of, you know, April 12th supposed to be the day. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Europe's just banned all exports of uh, vaccine to us. So looks like there's going to be delays. But hey-ho, that's another conversation. Um, but nonetheless, um, you know, we've got, um, you know, the, the thing to consider is is that, you know, if you are registered, um, and you are finding that it's a bit of a struggle because prices on, you know, laptops or PCs have gone up um, and you're struggling then to put the money on top and charge plus 20 percent because the customer can't claim that back. And suddenly the, the margins the same, but the figure's really high and you're going, oh, my God, what am I doing? You know, like, how do I do this? How can I compete? Um, your customers are saying, you know, this price is too high. Bang. The VAT margin scheme, you know, if you can purchase under it, which I don't see any reason why not. Um, and, you know, the VAT is just slashed. I mean, massively slashed. Um, you know, it's it's so good. It really is. I mean, you know, it, it really will help you um, significantly. And, and again, remember, the, the push here is not just on, you know, what we're doing and what we're selling under, um, but also on what you guys can be doing and, and girls, sorry, um, through your own stores uh, and through your own online platforms, you know, and it's not a lot of work. It really isn't. And anyone that sort of shies away from it, um, you know, I can understand, you know, anything to do with accounts and VAT and tax, you just, you know, <laughs> your tail goes between your legs and you want to run, you know, like I, I get that, you know, um, but once you get your head around it, um, you know, it, it, and again, everything that I'm saying, I mean, if you listen to what I'm saying, I'm just saying the same thing over and over and over again. But, uh, you know, it's getting a bit like a parrot, <laughs> really. Mm. But, yeah, it, it's not that you guys don't understand it. I'm sure you guys do. And I'm quite quite happy to answer any questions that you've got. But this this scheme is, is not it's not difficult. You know, as long as you understand what HMRC want, which is, you know, just a tracked item from start to finish. Um, from the point that you've sold it, it doesn't matter anymore. From the point that you've purchased it, that's the point when it matters to you, you know, and again, whoever you're purchasing from, it doesn't matter to them. But, you know, that reduced amount of VAT, 16.67%, only on the profit. I mean, come on, you know, unless you're, you know, charging them like four or 500 quid profit. Um, but even then, like, you know, it, um, if you're charging four or 500 pound profit um, and, you know, you must be selling that item for what, two, three grand, Again, you know, the VAT is going to be insane. It's going to be so high. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely worthwhile. Yeah, rather rather um, charge the VAT on £500 worth of stuff instead of two and a half grand's worth of stuff, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, this is it. Right. 
Right. Okay. Good question coming in from Timothy at the moment, and it's is can it be used for laptops that are good for like donor parts? So I i.e. splits it up and sells the working components like the screen, hard drive, and so on. So can it be used for laptops that are good for a donor or parts? I.e. split the item to it's still working components. I.e. screen, hard drive, and so. On. As far as I understand, you cannot use it once you, if you've broken it down into parts, uh, I, I, as far as I understand, you can't use it then. Um, you know, because effectively, you, I'm pretty sure you have to sell it as a whole item. Um, I mean, the other thing to take into consideration as well, like if you're adding parts into it, those parts are uh, cannot be part of the, um, where you're charging the VAT margin rate. So for example, if we bought something um, and we added in an SSD, you've got to take that out of the calculation when you do the back margin. So can it be used for laptops that are good for donor or parts? You can use it for you know purchasing under, say for example, you've registered, you could purchase under the back margin scheme. Uh, but then when you went to sell you know the parts of the item, um, as far as I'm aware, you can't use the back margin scheme. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Um, and it's not something that we've done so far. Um, we don't split items. You know, we always sell them, you know, whole. Uh, and if we do them uh, as a, a whole item, but it's not something that, you know, we've deemed is economical for repair, whether that be for the fact that we can't make enough money on it because we're trying to buy low and then sell at trade price. Um, we're not looking to, you know, sell to B2B because then we would essentially be cutting, you know, our customers out. Um, you know, uh, the, the, some of these items that do that, they, those ones, you know, we would strip them for parts for us, um, but it would we, we wouldn't be using the back margin on, on those particular parts. Okay, that's pretty good. Next question's come in from a direct message, and to be honest with you, I think this person, the amount of time it took them to ask the question and a direct message to me, they could have Googled this. They want to know what the VAT threshold is. <laughs> it's currently 85 grand, just to let you know. But uh, as a business owner, it's something you really should be knowing because obviously if you go over that threshold, you need to pay your VAT, okay? So again, you could easily Google that one. Um, let's have a look. Uh, next question is from Julian. He says, what's the deal with claiming VAT back then? Uh, I'm guessing this is in relation to something we said earlier, actually, because it came in probably about, 15 minutes ago so i'm not sure exactly what he's meaning by that so if you want to clarify julian unless you know sam I, i'm well i would assume um so essentially with uh standard vat i mean i could be wrong here julian if so then i apologize but you know you can always correct me but essentially with standard vat you know you're paying plus 20 percent, and then you're claiming back you know uh because you're charging plus 20 percent. so that's that's how that's happening yeah charge you're being charged plus and then you're charging your customer plus 20 percent. so that's that's where that happens so you know if for example within that quarter or if you do it monthly um you're finding that you are um you know you're 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 you've purchased more items uh, under the VAT than you have sold, then, you know, you're going to claim that back, yeah? Uh, because you'll be that owing. But generally speaking, if you've sold what you should do, uh, more than what you've purchased, which I hope that you are, because otherwise you're probably going to go out of business, um, then, uh, you know, with that, you're never really claiming anything back. You're generally still paying an amount of VAT, which is your VAT return. Um, it's slightly different with the VAT margin, because essentially, 
the cust the supplier or you know let, let's let's work it out like say for example from a supplier point right so if you were to buy it from uh, from you know ALM for example you would be buying it with no VAT yeah it would be like it's a VAT included price you've just you know you understand and you know that the VAT that's within that is a lower rate um, because you know we're not charging you plus twenty percent and even if for example you had a laptop and it was a 160 pound plus fat, you know? Um, and say, for example, you were then going to sell it with a 50 pounds. So you've got 160 plus fat, you've got the 50 pounds. You've got to remember that if the customer that you're selling to is VAT registered, it's 160 plus fat and then you claim it back. Yeah. And then they get the 250, you know, 200, say for example, plus fat, which is your 40 pound profit. And you know, you're, you're, they're claiming that back. So it's fine. It doesn't come into its own there. It's where the customer is not that registered. So essentially, you're not claiming anything back. You're only ever paying a small amount of VAT to HMRC. So, you know, at the end of each quarter, you would submit it, submit the Excel database of the items that you'd sold within that quarter. And you don't need to show them any VAT invoices or anything. You might, you know, what we do is uh, we have like a on zero, it will show like a, a reference. So you'll have like an invoice reference. And we always put UK VAT or export or, you know, VAT margin. And then we can easily locate those invoices. Uh, we can search by VAT margin on zero, order the invoice, put the select period. We pull up all those invoices. We select them all and do a download. And there you go. You've got the invoices that you need. And that's what relates to the packing list, Excel sheet database, where you again have within that period, I've sold these laptops. And, you know, if you were, you know, cleverer than me <laughs> uh, and i've just thought about this actually you'd also put on your packing list the date you know that relates to that invoice and then you could search by you know the date and select the period again on excel you know find those uh, invoices on your excel database find the uh, the invoices on your uh, accountancy software you submit that to the accountant and they go well brilliant here you go here's the invoices that show that uh, these are the uh, the invoices on your packing list um, you know, the VAT payable, which is the 16.67% on whatever profit you charge, 50 quid, 20 quid, whatever it is. Um, this is, you know, what you've got to pay. We, you, we, we, you just submit that like you would a, a VAT return. You know, it would be the same thing. Um, all you're doing is just paying less VAT to HMRC. That's it. Okay, I think that one answers that. And uh, just to say hi to Tobias, who's just uh, come in. Uh, and let's have a look. Next one on there, um, Julian's just basically saying he's B2B, so he's uh, obviously, it's pretty much new equipment sold, so latitudes for 600 quid servers and so forth, which are about five grand there. So obviously it's not really going to make much of a difference on new equipment, but obviously this is basically on second hand. Um, yeah, I think it was Ben also said that the fat threshold was um, 85 as well. So uh, just to clarify, the reason why I mentioned that specific person is because I know they have a retail store and they have been trading for at least five years. So <laughs> they need to really uh, um, check up on the VAT if they, uh, if they don't know what the threshold is. Um Right, just confuses me sometimes when you get some questions like that one. Uh, let's have a look. Next one, Richard Overfield. Uh, these schemes definitely draw attention to your business. I have nothing to hide, but a VAT inspection can take uh, one or two days for the volume. San is doing it's worth it, but not for me. 
Okay, well, it's always your choice, isn't it, Richard? But uh, again, you've got the option there, and if you're buying from someone like Sam, you can still pay full VAT if you want to. I mean, it's what either way, isn't it? I mean, I, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, I'm re- even if you weren't doing this, Richard, there is still the opportunity that they might come and knock on your door. You know, if they decide that they want to come and see you. Uh, then they're going to come see you. It's as simple as that. Um, and, you know, yeah, okay, you know, with the algorithms that they have, yes, it does draw attention. But again, if you've got nothing to hide, you know, you know, one or two days is not going to be the end of someone's business. I mean, it's not, you know, a, a bomb hitting us, you know. Um, you know, it, I would welcome them coming, uh, welcome them looking through the records, making sure that everything's good. And then rest assured, like the likelihood of you seeing them probably again in your existence is you know is highly unlikely you know um and that's a great thing to know that that's, that that's not going to happen again i mean it's not even that bad i mean you know when we had the, the lady coming i forget her name now but she was a really very very nice lady she wasn't there to try and catch me out or anything you know she asked the questions she wanted to see that we tracked um and that wasn't just on the the vat margin that was on um the exports that we were doing as well so she wanted to know that we had the right you know, export documents, airway bills and, and shipping certificates, for example, um, because we weren't charging those customers VET and we needed to prove why, because, you know, we would sell them to someone in Bulgaria or, you know, uh, Belgium or Germany and the VAT should be charged in their country. Um, now, we even sold that margin to people in, you know, in, in Europe, you know, so um, it's unfortunately can't now because, you know, the uh, we've come out of the EU, so we're not allowed to anymore. Um, but where things get even more tricky, I can now look to purchase stock under that margin from Europe. Uh, and then I can sell to people in Europe, i.e. like call me, for example. I could sell to, to him um, and uh, under the VAT margin rules. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's up to up to any of you. Like, you know, it's, it's just food for thought. You know, um, if you're looking, if you right now have got a demand for, uh, you know, items, um, and you know you're not seeing the stock come through the door, and it's something that we've got, and we've got it on the back margin. You could find that it's beneficial if you're selling to end users because the price is reduced, but you're still making the same margin. But even if it's not that you're purchasing from us, it could be that you're purchasing from individuals for your your own stores. And, and this is really the most beneficial thing is that um, you know, like I say, it's not a lot of paperwork. It really isn't. Once you've got it in place, it can sit alongside your invoicing system. Um, and anyone that doesn't have an inventory of what they've got, like, a, you know, like Timothy was saying, like a, a detailed inventory, like if you haven't got that, like why? I mean, like if you got robbed, how would you go to your insurance company and go, oh, yeah, um, I'm guessing that this was taken, but I have no stock take of before the items uh, were taken and no stock take afterwards. Or maybe you have because you've been forced to do it, but you can't prove that it was taken um, other than a, I think it did. So if you've got an inventory, adding in a couple of columns of where you bought it from and who you sold it to, which alongside you can have the invoices of, you know, which you'd raise anyone to stand that. It's not a lot of work at all. But again, it just gives you options. That's all. Um, and whether you want to utilize that option or not, that's up to you. You don't have to, you know. Um, so, it, you know, it really is your choice. That's all.
Yeah, it's obviously it's always your choice, but yeah, you need records. It's always good, and as you said, the last thing you want to do is be having an argument with your VA. Well, sorry, not your VAT, your insurance company um, about. Sorry, I, just, been... I just saw Richard's. Uh, sorry, I just saw Richard's message. Yeah, I didn't call that. <laughs> and that's really, really good. Did like that. Yeah. he didn't do uh, another inspection a week later <laughs> after that one, but. Uh, if you guys are not sure what he said and you're listening in, he basically says, after his last VAT inspection, the VAT inspector wanted to buy a keyboard and mouse. I asked him if he wanted a VAT receipt or wanted to pay cash, and he did not get <laughs> on his side. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, let's have a look. Um, uh, uh, a good one from Ben. Uh, he's saying basically, if you're getting close to your threshold, take a bit of a holiday. Um, only difficulty with that one is, is obviously if you're getting near your threshold after about six months, that's going to be one hell of a holiday you're going to be having. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. So one to watch if you're getting close to the threshold. Best to hold on till the start of the month, even if it means taking a couple of days off. The VAT payments are from the start of the month you register. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's decent bit of advice you know i mean it all depends on you know your your sales and, and your purchases um you know if, if you're doing a lot of sales and you're doing a lot of purchasing then you know being that registered and claiming back that vet makes complete sense because you know all, all the parts that you're purchasing you're paying plus 20 percent because the likelihood is the person you're buying from is that registered um so that's obviously worthwhile uh, if you're putting those parts into an item um, again, you know, you're buying under the VAT margin scheme. VAT registered or not, it doesn't matter because, um, you know, if you've bought that item from an individual, you've got it under VAT margin, you've bought that part and you've been able to claim the VAT back because you were, you know, VAT registered, then that part gets put into that item. There was no VAT on it because you claimed it back, so the 20% is lost on the part. And then the VAT margin on that particular item you know, you've purchased from that individual and you've not charged them any VET, which is fantastic. And then when you've gone to sell it, again, you know, I keep saying it, you know, but the, you know, you're charging a reduced amount of VET only on the profit. So yeah, no, I mean, you know, not not to be rude in any way, shape or form, you know, there's, there's eight of us here um, and, you know, it's not, you know, small company mentality, you know, please don't think me rude in any way, shape or form. You know, when you're first starting off, I think it's worthwhile to take that into consideration, what Ben's saying. I think it makes complete sense. I really do. I agree. Um, but, you know, everybody on the group, you know, and, and anyone anywhere, like, you know, whether you're starting off in your bedroom um, or whether you're, you know, selling from a store or you've got an online website, you know, maybe you've got both, you know. Um, if we're not truly moving forwards and we're not looking to, you know, uh, expand and grow and and reach for the opportunities that are you know not necessarily just the low-hanging fruit but the ones at the top of the tree um then really what what are we doing you know are you just stagnant you just sitting there so um you know we need to understand that you know that the rules are set in place and there's no getting around it you know the VET is there and that's it but something like the back margin scheme you know it sounds like it's like bending the rules but they've put it there for a reason you know um so why not utilize it it makes complete sense to me uh, and, and we really have and uh, you know if we go the way that we want which is you know eventually having uh, you know we're doing recycling already but if we start to get to a point where we start to do it on individual items uh, where we've got individuals that are you know 
being able to to sell through an online platform, um, then you know we're going to have more and more items like this, which are under that margin, which you know you guys can be you know utilizing. So um, that whether you're getting it from me or whether you're doing it for your own store, and um, you know, and we we'll keep coming back to the point that you know options is always you know worthwhile you know one option all your eggs in one basket you know nobody wants that you know uh, having choice um i think is incredibly beneficial so yeah i mean look I, you know and what ben said i agree um but you know when you eventually get to the point where you're going to have to tackle um you know the vat threshold and whatever else i mean you should be applauding yourself if you hit the vat threshold and you've gone over that's not a, oh my God, everything's, you know, the world's going to end. It's a well done to you. You know, you've hit that threshold, you know, fingers crossed you've made a decent amount of profit on it. If you haven't, then maybe you should be looking at your business model. Um, but if you have, which you should have done, um, then, you know, whether you're, you know, covering overheads and making a little bit or whether you're covering overheads and you're making a lot, um, you know, it definitely is a good thing. So, you know, well done to you that you've done that. Um, taking into account any of these schemes is just worthwhile. So, you know, I, I, I think all of you should be pushing forwards as much as humanly possible. Always look forward and not back. Um, and yes, Ben, Ben's sent a panicking email to me or message, should I say. Yes, uh, Ben, and I was joking when I said six months holiday. I wasn't serious. <laughs> So we understand that you mean a few days, for example, the end of November to the 1st of December or something like that. So, right, let's go on to the last few questions. So we've got one from Canal. Uh, if you are selling new and refurbs, would you maintain separate uh, account for VAT margin scheme? Um, so, no. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we, we don't sell anything brand new, right? Um, but essentially whether it's new or it's a refurb doesn't really matter um you know you can buy something under the back margin scheme and you can refurbish it um so that's not a problem um for example if you were buying something brand new you paid plus 20 percent and then you've sold you know plus 20 percent. you can't use the back margin scheme so effectively what you're asking when you're saying new and refurbs is more you know standard vat and that margin can you run them alongside each other yes so on our invoicing software, Zero, QuickBooks, whatever you want to use. I mean, we use Zero. I've used QuickBooks previously, um, but Zero, I, I like it. I think it's great. It's very simple and straightforward. Um, I mean, massive shout out to Zero. They're great. But um, in regards to um, Zero, effectively, you know, remember that when you're raising an invoice for a customer, and um, you know, understand a VAT. Excuse me, sorry. You've got the standard VAT that you're charging the plus twenty percent to the customer. Um, or sorry, the, sorry, the customer's charging you 20%, sorry. Uh, and then, you know, you're charging plus 20% to your customer and that's where you've got, the, you know, your VAT return, yeah? The same things with the VAT margin, but, you know, like I say, the only difference is, is the, the, the rate, you know, the, the percentage, which is less, and, you know, the, the fact that you're only charging the profit, I'm sure that we all understand that by now. But in regards to maintaining a, a separate account, it's not required. I mean, on your accountancy software, your accountancy software is not seeing your inventory list. Your inventory list is, is what's important to, you know, your accountant and to HMRC. They want to see on your Excel sheet or whatever you use, but let's just say an Excel sheet. Um, you know, what they want to see is, is what you've purchased, who you've purchased it from, and then who you've purchased it to, all the while showing the, the VAT that, uh, you know, you're, you're going to be paying, which is exactly the same thing. 
you know, with uh, with standard VAT. I mean, what are you doing? You're showing uh, where you bought it from, the invoice for which you purchased. You are showing who you sold it to, an invoice of what you sold. And then you are showing the bit in between, which is, you know, the what you bought it for, what you sold it for, and the VAT that should be charged. So it's exactly the same thing. Like, it, no, nothing's changed. Um, it's just, you know, better rate <laughs> and only on the profit. Um, and, you know, happy to send across the Excel sheet that we use, um, which is what, you know, we showed to HMRC when they came to see us. And like I say, you know, a day and they were in and out. I mean, it wasn't even a day, you know, um, and they, you know, targeted us for not just that margin, you know, it was export and everything else. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I just don't, any anyone who says that this is difficult or anything, you know, it's not that, you know, you're not clever enough or anything like that. It's just, you know, that if you're, if not even if you're set in your ways, right? Okay. It's just, if you're not open to something new, um, then, you know, it, that's fine. That's up to you. Um, but all I'm looking to do here is, you know, just show the benefits of this scheme. And, and if it helps, you know, you guys, you know, to, to want to use our services, then that's fantastic. I'd, I'd love to work with you guys. You know, I, I mean, the, the guys and girls that I do, I think you're all brilliant. Um, and, you know, I thank you for all your support. You know, we're not this massive company, you know, we, you know, we started off with just two people and, you know, you know, where we are now is because of you guys, because of Phil, because of the group. But, you know, you need to utilize this for, you know, your own stores and what you're, what you're doing, because this is going to massively benefit you, in my opinion, um, if you utilize it right. So, you know, that's entirely up to you. That's it. I'm going to say the choice is yours and it depends on what you want to do. Right. We've got a couple of messages from Cormac. He's basically saying outstanding podcast or stream. Uh, and he sent an email off to his accountant to see if he can uh, have a look into this for him. So uh, obviously we've been being in Ireland. And he also says, oh, uh, also always from Sam, a great guy to deal with. So uh, looks like you've got a customer for life there, as long as they <laughs> let you deal with Ireland. Um, there we go. So we've got another question in. Uh, okay, does it work for services like hosting, domain, subscriptions, and, and so forth? No, it's only for, I think, again... Yeah, it's basically second-hand goods, works of art, antiques, or, collect, or collector's items. Doesn't include stuff like precious stones, investment gold, precious materials, uh, and any items you bought for which you were charged full VAT, apparently. So there you go. So, right. So let's have a look. And uh, Kunal saying a template would be um, ideal. I don't know if it's something you can help help with there, Sam, or not. Um, do, do you want to post that in the group later or just some information about it? Or... Yes, uh, what, what we can do, um, I mean... Uh... Kuno, I mean, feel free um, to, to get in touch um, and then I can send that over to you because I'll, I'll just have to talk you through it. Um, and, uh, you know, what what we're doing, I mean, you, there's certain columns in there that you can change, but effectively there's, you know, a, a, there's about six columns of information there of which, you know, three of them we, you would already be using for the standabout anyway. Um, but there's just a few extra columns and, and that's it really. And then once I show you how we're using it, um, you know, yeah, feel free to, to use it as much as you want. 
I've put uh, ALMs, which is uh, Sam's company's website, on the screen at the moment. So that's ALMWholesaleLimited.com. So I'm guessing they'll be able to contact you through there if they've got any questions or anyone wants any help or obviously they want to purchase from you and so forth. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll initially come through to sales, um, which will be uh, Liam or one of the other guys in there. Liam's the, the guy that's running that. Um, but in regards to if you've got any questions which are – uh, regarding VAT margin and in regards to the discussion that we've had here, um, you know, I'll be the best one to do and, and happy to take some time out to, to talk to you guys. All right. That's pretty good. And Peter says, yeah, basically what we've says that you can't do the VAT margin on services. And Kunel says, thank you for that. So I think that's all the questions for today. Sorry if I've missed any. If you do have any more questions, put them in the chat below. And I'll make sure I'll link Sam in so he can answer them tomorrow or whenever he gets chance and so forth. Is there anything you would like to add on to the end of the show, Sam, before I run uh, through the credits, basically? Yeah, well, I mean, essentially, just want to say thank you to everyone that um, has supported us so far. Um, I mean, you know, I, I've already said that, but yeah, I mean, the, the group has been amazing. Um, we did some advertising, um, you know, with uh, Tech with Techs when it, you know, was right. I don't know if it's right near the start, but, you know, um, we did a bit there and, you know, Phil, Jenny were brilliant to us. And, you know, we managed to reach out to a lot of people, which was fantastic. And, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, as long as we can help you guys um that'd be great whether that's helping you guys by selling you something or whether it's just some advice um you know always happy to help but um you know i, I look forward to um the next show that hopefully we're going to be able to do with uh, with you guys again which will be on a, a different topic but um you know it's it's been a pleasure and uh, yeah thank you very much and i'm hoping that we can uh, be introduced to, to more people in the group and that's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you were uh, sponsored it, if, if I remember right, probably within the first few months we started Tech for Techs. Um, we've changed our business format these days. We don't generally ask for sponsorships or anything like that, so uh, we don't have any income through that that sort of form. But, uh, but yeah, uh, and I'm glad that we could help you out as well. Um, I know uh, a few of the sponsors have uh, done pretty well out of it when we used to do that scheme then when we first started. Right then, so I would like to thank Sam for joining today if you are an independent trader store owner msp tech vendor or distributor you can find out more information about tech for techs at tech4techs.co.uk forward slash join join over 1100 members just like you that can give you free business or tech advice and did i say is totally free to join with no membership fees to you make sure you tune in next thursday at 8 p.m for nightmare customers i'm pretty sure most of you out there have had nightmare customers or have got them so i'm guessing there'll be plenty of comments on that show we've also got a show uh due in two weeks time cormac uh, who's usually on that's the irish guy if you don't know um he's going to be interviewing me and jenny about tech for text where it's going where it came from and possibly whatever else and obviously questions are going to be coming in for from you guys uh we've also got a show after that called what should i stock and then after that we've also got one re about refurbishing faulty tech so again we're on live every thursday night at 8 p.m when you do apply to become a member of tech for techs if you do please make sure you fill in the correct address and information on the application page if you do not fill in your for example web address or your name or what company you're from 
We just won't let you in. Simple as that. So don't start messaging me saying, why haven't I let you in? It's because you haven't answered the questions. It's as simple as that. So thank you for watching, and thanks for supporting local independent businesses. Good night, everyone.